And the, the difference I can see is with an email, we're sending out. Do we get extra uh, sales from it? Absolutely. Uh, would I stop it? No. But the difference is now you have a group of like-minded people that are probably exchanging recipes. Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrari, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be be discussing how to effectively leverage AI in your business and build your own AI team. Pretty cool. Also, we're going to be talking about how to leverage your business uh, using AI successfully, how our guest built a business to provide himself with freedom. All of that's pretty cool. And the insights for helping uh, thousands of, and his insights for helping thousands of online businesses. Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. All right. Like I said, today we're going to be talking about how to effectively leverage AI and your business and build your own AI team. Our guest is the founder of Heights Platform, an all-in-one AI-powered online course and community creation software. His entrepreneurial journey began in 2009 when he began Valora, stemming from an early obsession with graphic design programs and Legos. He is a designer, developer, musician, and truly a creator at heart. With a passion for discovery, he has tra uh, traveled to more than 30 countries and 100 plus cities, meeting creators along his way. Now, today, oh, thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> Welcome, a first time guest, Brian McAnulty. I said, I, I said it right. Okay, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. Facing cash flow challenges with your e-commerce business? Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real-time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. Welcome, Brian. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's um, it's interesting that your software, you know, when I was uh, looking at it, it helps with communities. And uh, that's something that we talk about here as Amazon sellers or e-com sellers. It, for brands, it's so important that we have a community, even for this podcast. You know, building a community is probably the most important thing to us. So uh, very timely, very cool. And we will we'll talk about um, your app. So I'm not even sure where we should start. Uh, like maybe, I don't know, maybe let's start with building a business with AI. Most people think that can't do it. It's impossible. Can we talk a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that AI is super popular now, of course. I think there is a bit of a misconception though in what is the best way to actually use it mm -hmm. and that is that the average person sees ai as like a source of knowledge like a second google that oh i'm going to ask it something and then see what it is going to spit back out at me based on its training data but the real best way to use it in my opinion is to treat it as a tool that can help you to make decisions and so what i mean by that is everybody here if you've 
tried things in ChatGPT, you've probably experienced or at least seen something where somebody asks a question or says something, the AI responds to you, it looks like a, a plausible answer at a glance, and then you realize actually it's completely wrong. And that's not how we imagined years ago that AI would work. We thought it would always be correct. And part of the reason that that's happening is it's just going through all of this training data. But where it's really powerful is the language models themselves, they're able to reason on the information and everything that they have. So the better way to use it is to take context that is relevant to you, to your business, give it that, and then ask it to formulate a response based on that. And when you give it the context first and say, hey, do something with this, it's much less likely to actually do something wrong. And it's also much more likely to able to be do something that will help your business as opposed to spitting out some generic information that's going to give that same exact answer or that same exact copy to everyone. Now, uh, I'm kind of curious. Oh, first of all, I, I guess what, what you're saying is that take time to properly create a prompt. Yep. Just don't, you know, hit the enter key. Uh, and it, it sometimes I know when we're working with prompts and we're working with branding or um, it could be a, anything, sometimes it takes us longer than it would to just write out the answer the way we, we you know, thought it would be. But you mm -hmm. get a much better answer this way. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of curious. Um, can you give us an example of what you just described? Sure. So it, exactly as you said that, like, it can take time. Imagine that when you start with AI, you're starting with something that has absolutely no context about you or about what its role even is. So, you know, like when you go to hire an employee, when you hire a virtual assistant for your business, you have to train them and, and teach them about like, this is the procedures that I need you to help me with. This is how the task works. Then the same thing is true with AI. So if you're good at delegating tasks to employees, you'll, you'll probably be good at working with AI. But ChatGPT, you have to imagine that it's a step away from like the virtual assistant who you then have to train. It doesn't even know it's an employee at your company yet. So it's the equivalent of going to somebody off the street, bringing them into your office. You didn't even tell them what your business is or anything and saying, go do this for me. They're going to be completely clueless, right? So that's how ChatGPT is responding to you when you just ask it something random without giving it the context first. Got it. You know, uh when I first heard of your platform, I didn't know anything about it. But what I thought, and I still don't know a lot about, we're going to get into that a little bit later on. But one of the things that was very curious, you've created an autonomous coach, right? Yep. That's pretty cool. Can we just go down that rabbit hole for a second? Sure. So a lot of the problem with, as I'm discussing here with ChatGPT, is you have to give it all that context. It takes time to give it that context. And there's so much information about your business that if you want an answer quickly, if you want to figure out what's the next thing to do, it's effort even to think of like, well, what is the things that I should be providing it here in order to get the information back that I need? And so at Hyde's platform, we have this software platform for creators to build and sell digital products, online courses, communities. And we realized that most of our customers are solopreneurs, individual creators, and the first two kind of team members or employees they would think about hiring is an assistant and a coach. 
So our goal was how can we build these AI teammates for mm. our customers so that they have that to kind of empower their own creation and business. And so the first thing we released was Heights AI Chat, and that is a more traditional AI Q&A and co-pilot type tool where you can ask it a support question about how to use our software, say like, where can I find the setting? It can give you an answer, but then it can go a step further in acting more like a virtual assistant where you don't even have to ask it where to find the, the setting. You don't even have to ask it like how everything works. You can just tell it to do that for you. So you can say, oh, I want to adjust the price for my online course to $200, have it launched 30 days from now and set it to publish. And our AI will actually respond to you and say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Does that sound good? And you just click confirm and then it does it for you. So that's your assistant. The next part is your coach and your guidance of, well, how am I going to figure out what's the best thing to do next in my business? And the problem with going to chat GPT and saying, Hey, be my coach is you have to tell it everything before you can get any kind of information back. And oftentimes the issue is that as an entrepreneur, you don't even know the questions that you should be asking it to get that information. So Heights AI Coach is the first autonomous coach where instead of you having to talk to it, it's going to actually ask you questions. Hmm. It's going to know about all the products inside your account, the courses, the digital products that you've created. And then when you first start using it, there's kind of like an onboarding form. It wants to know about your business model, your social media following, your email list. Uh, if you've sold online before, that kind of thing. And then what it will do is every single week, it will generate tasks and recommendations of what you should be working on next. It's going to remember all the things it's talked to you about in the past. It's going to remember all the products and everything that you're working on. And it's going to actually send you an email every single week as well to say, hey, here's what uh, we've got for you this week. Go and check out the rest of it. And for me, that's one of the coolest things that you have this coach that is working in the background, thinking about what's the good next step for you to take and then actually reaching out to you to provide that to you. All right. So just, I know drip fits on right now. I know Tony's here, Marina's here, Luke and rad. Uh, and there's probably a ton of other people listening. If you got any comments about that or questions, let us know. Can, how do you see that fitting in to your business? I can see unlimited potential with this. So that, that's, that's pretty awesome. All right, now let's talk about, uh, you've traveled all over the world, 30 different countries, 100, is it 100 countries or 100 plus cities? I thought it was 30 More than countries. 100 cities. 30, 100 cities, 30 okay. countries, yeah. So what are some of these insights that you've, you've gained from helping these uh, course creators and, coach, and coaches? Yeah, so, well, I started traveling early on in my business around 2010 is when I first like took a, a trip um, outside of, like, I visited Canada once. I'm from the US. I visited Canada once when I was <laughs> younger with my family. Did and, you have a Tim Hortons? Um, a donut? No, I didn't. No? I was young. <laughs> um, and um, so I, I took one trip. I went to Italy. I was running a design studio at the time. And it was uh, a nerve wracking thing for me. I had a couple contractors working with, with me at the time, but it was kind of nerve wracking to just leave and be in a different country at that time we were doing print design and we had like a magazine a publication that we were designing and it had to be like go to print like during that time when i'd be going away i had to really like let my team take care of it and i've never really kind of given them that full permission before 
and I did it. Everything worked well. And I loved my time there in Italy and I was hooked. So a couple months later, I said, I'm going to travel the world. I'm going to buy a one-way ticket. Don't know when I'm going to come back. And that kind of began my journey there. So I've been doing that over that time. I discovered selling digital products. I tried the e-commerce business as well. Um, discovered more the ability to like leverage my time and separate my, my time from my impact in my business. And yeah, I think that traveling in itself was such an incredible education for me. So I actually didn't go to college. I built an education company now. Uh, we have thousands of creators. We're helping people teach people in a better way, but I actually never went to college myself. And I think that was an excellent choice for me because I got to meet these business owners and entrepreneurs around the world and learn so much from that and see people like in their environment, what they were actually doing, as opposed to maybe just reading about it. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Life experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell that to the, the kids all the time. They never listen to me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you can learn so much just from traveling. Uh, now, you talk about a shorter, well, you, freedom. Let's just say freedom. How can you put AI to work to allow the typical entrepreneur freedom? Yeah, it's a great question. So for me and my business, I'm always focused on freedom and what I want to do to enjoy myself first rather than money, because I think that's the reason that we usually want money in the first place, right? So I'm always thinking about how can I have, I'd rather have the most balanced life than like be the most successful or the most fit or, or whatever that is. And so a misconception with AI is people see like, okay, I have ChatGPT now, it can help me. But people see that as, okay, I have this AI assistant, but there's no limit to your AI assistants. So why can't you have a thousand AI assistants? You can have as many as you need. And I think it's a better framing for people to think of it as an AI team. So how can you utilize AI into building out your AI team? And as we were talking about before with the prompting and everything, the idea is that if you've ever hired a virtual assistant or anything or written like an SOP, standard operating procedure for an employee, that is what you wanna be able to do with AI. And that's the beauty of it too. You don't have to be a programmer or a developer or, or know any kind of technical things. Basically that same operating procedure that you would write out for an employee is what you would write out for AI. So if you're doing that and documenting that, that kind of thing in your business right now, you're already a step ahead, I would hmm. say. And then you can take those things and think about what are the things that AI can do with those processes right now. A great way of like one of the problems is AI cannot interact with every piece of software or tool that you're using. So that has some limitations. But one of the first things that's easy to start out with is thinking, how can the AI review my content? So you probably have your own guidelines for maybe like a blog post, a video, or something that you're creating in your business. In the case of Amazon sellers, like your, your description for your product. And you probably have guidelines of the things that you want to make sure you always include and how you want to describe certain things. So write out that process, write out the, the instructions, write out the rules that should be followed write out an example of what um, the response should be like. Should it have a list of items? Should it have a long paragraph? And then actually give a real example of exactly like your perfect, let's say it's the Amazon product description. 
your perfect product description. Give that to the AI and then say, now here's the product that I'm working on right now. Now can you write a description for me? And the result you're gonna get is gonna be a thousand times better than just going to ChatGPT and say, hey, I'm selling this widget, make me a product description. You know, I've, I've really never thought about setting up ChatGPT with all these different, um, yeah, assistants. It's it's pretty interesting if you think about it that way. I guess it's <clears throat> it's similar to uh, recruitment, what you're looking for, a job description, defining the jobs, and then providing it with uh, SOPs. Now, would you do that in a single chat or do you break them up? So each process should be in a separate chat. So okay. like the, the Amazon description, like that's one chat, that's one prompt that you're going to save. And this is another point I think that's pretty important because first of all, like ChatGPT and, and OpenAI, like there's a memory limit to how much text it can remember at once. But it's also like a human, even if it can fit all that text, it has this concept of attention of what it can actually pay attention to. And so if you tell it to do a million different things, it's maybe going to forget one of those things, even though you actually wrote it right there. And that's the hallucination and, part. Is that correct? Yeah, that's part of related to the hallucination. And yeah. it's just there. there's so many when there's so many tokens or, or words in a prompt, it's difficult for the model to essentially pay attention to the right ones is the best way to explain that. And so you want to construct yeah, a, a series of these for different things. But where it's going to start to get really powerful is when you give the AI access to these different tools. So like Heights AI and our product, we've already done that internally for you that it can access your courses, your digital products and help you edit them. And what we're actually going to see really, really soon, I think it's probably going to be more broadly announced on November 6th by OpenAI. They're having their like dev day, but um, I actually got access to it. Um, this one part of a, a new ChatGPT feature over the weekend, I think it was one of the first people to get it because I tweeted about it. I got like 900,000 views on my tweets. Um, but now in ChatGPT, you can give it PDFs, which is not completely a new concept. Some other AI tools, you've been able to upload a PDF and kind of ask some questions about it. But the more impressive thing is you can ask it to combine the different tools that it has access to. So if you're a ChatGPT Plus user, it has tools like now it has the image generation. You can generate AI images inside ChatGPT. It has the advanced data analysis where you can give it a spreadsheet or ask it to make a spreadsheet for you. And now it has a vision so it can see an image that you upload to it. So I tweeted about an example where I took a picture of this meal I had that was a sushi meal. And I said, can you make me an image like this one? And so now that's combining the image that it can see plus generating an image. And then it generated me a new image that it made of an AI sushi meal. And I said, okay, can we take this meal now that you generated in that image and look at it and tell me what are all the items that are in the picture? And then list out the nutrition information, like the fat, the carbs, protein for every single one, put that in a spreadsheet and then give me a link to download that spreadsheet. And it did all of that in a single conversation because now it can access all those different tools. Wow. And so I'm sure there's a bunch of processes that everyone watching or listening here can think of in their business where they've probably had a virtual assistant or someone help with that they have to go and look at some image, then make some kind of report in the spreadsheet based on what's in there. And now tools like ChatGPT and AI are going to be able to do that for you. So, and 
can you just put in different dimensions? So if I need a banner style image based on the image that I put in, maybe it's a square image. Can I tell it to use this product with this landscape, like describe the landscape and this font? I think, well, font specifically, I'm not sure about that because it is generating the images like kind of pixel by pixel in itself. So it's not like picking a font in a graphics okay. program in the same way. But I know that you can specify some like aspect ratios to ChatGPT and say like, I want, well, I want like maybe a 16 by nine versus yeah. like a square. I don't know that you can give it like an exact ratio just yet if you need something more specific than that or like an exact pixel dimension. But I'm sure like we'll get there in a relatively near future, like tools like mid journey for AI image generation, they have way more options as far as like the exact ratio that you want the image to be. Okay. And by the way, Neil, wish I was Mark Cuban. You're correct. I had to suffer with a Pepsi today. <laughs> we live in a small town and it ran out of Coke zero. Unfortunately, maybe not the whole town, but at least the store I went to. Okay. So that's uh that's very interesting, especially for everybody who's listening. That's an Amazon seller. Can you see the potential of just that? It's unbelievable being able to do that. So simple like that. We, in case you don't, Brian, do you uh, sell on Amazon at all? No, I, I don't okay. I haven't. I have had a, a physical e-commerce store before, um, but like Shopify type stores. So the importance of images and your newer images and changing the images. And uh, I think this is so important. And, I think this just made a lot of our lives a lot easier, especially paying for production shots. Well, you pay for the production shot, but then all the other images that go along with it. So very simple. If you wanted to take that photo that you were just talking about, redesign it, put it into Canva and just throw in the fonts or yeah, yeah. go to uh, Ecom Tent. Um, yeah, ecomtent.ai, uh, I think it is, or IO, uh, but uh, Max's app. I don't know if you know Max Sinclair, but he's got a, a an AI tool that works with images that embeds font. So it's it's mm. it's pretty cool what they he can do. Um, okay, I think we're at the bottom of the hour, pretty close to the bottom of the hour. The first thing I want to say is please take advantage of Brian. He's here. You could you can tell he knows what he's talking about. I'm telling you, he knows what he's talking about. Plus, he's got a really cool app that you should be checking out. So uh, Kelsey's put in the uh, heightsplatform.com uh, uh, domain. So check it out and then come back. Let us know about any questions or comments that you have. I see a couple, but uh, there's got to be some questions about this. I know I have. So uh, we'll be continuing after this, but we have... A really great giveaway today. A really great giveaway today. And for those of you who have uh, never heard the podcast before, we do this giveaway every podcast. It's called Wheel of Kelsey. If you want to enter, it's uh, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people. You'll get a second entry. Brian, tell us what we're uh, getting today. Sure. So we've got a monthly live workshop that we do where we bring in some of the most successful entrepreneurs and creators. And we do these training sessions with him and we only charge $99 a year for access a year it's something. Yeah. A year. And we, it's mainly something we do to help our own customers be able to better learn and, and become more successful with their business. So they stay subscribed to our product longer. 
But what we're doing in this giveaway is we're going to give away that not for a year, but lifetime. And wow. also we've got a premium course called T minus 30 launch. It's a complete guide to teach you how to build and sell an online course and launch it within 30 days. That's normally $200 and we're giving that away as well. That's awesome. Uh, Kelsey, throw in a few, you know, five or 10 fake names for us. Okay. See if we can win this today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hashtag with Kelsey, tag two people. You'll get a second entry and let's go over to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. All right, we're back. Very interesting show today. If you're just joining us, uh, something we've never talked about, uh, and we've we've never talked about this subject at all, and it's just very um, very interesting. Uh, as you know, we've started Wednesdays as AI Wednesdays. Uh, this is probably our fifth show, sixth show maybe on AI. Uh, everybody's talking about it, but the whole community aspect of uh, building your business or what Brian was talking about, uh, just getting some freedom to do what you want to do. Now, if I understand correctly, you retired, uh, you know, at least for a small period of time at 27, right? Yeah. So at that point in my life, um, I'd already done a lot of the traveling. I had the, the web design business. I tried some e-commerce digital products and I had enough income coming in that I essentially didn't really need to work to, to pay all my bills and everything. And so I figured like, okay, well, I'm going to kind of try this out and like see how it feels with what I have coming in and just kind of doing whatever and not working. And I did that for a year at 27 and, uh, the end result is that I'm back to work because, uh, first of all, I realized I do want to earn more. I do want to make a bigger impact and it just wasn't really fulfilling. Um, I had a great time. I did things. I traveled, I enjoyed myself, but I realized that really like the, the greatest fulfillment comes from really improving oneself and, and growing and making an impact. So, uh, in that I decided that, um, it wasn't for me and, uh, continued to, to build and, it's actually the the year after that, um, at the end of 2018, is when I launched Heights Platform and what I'm building today. All right, yeah, I I noticed this with entrepreneurs, and you know, every time you're building a business, it's oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire, and then it's oh, I can't, and you get back into it maybe six months, a year later, but you can't. I know I've tried, and you always get drawn in for some reason, and it, it's. I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe for you it's different, but it was never money driven for me. It was, oh, this is a great idea. And I love mm -hmm. uh, just the abuse of startups. But uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway, anyways, uh, it's, it's cool great to build things. Yeah, it is. It, it, well, I, you know, just reading your bio, you know, you like building things, don't you? Yep. <laughs> it, did, did, and I want to make sure I read that right. Lego. Yeah. Yeah. I was really into, uh, Legos and things like that as a kid. Um, even like 
graphic design programs. That's how I got started in, in this whole process. I was eight years old. I was already playing with the graphic design programs on my uh, computer because my dad had used them partially for work. And uh, a funny story was that uh, my dad is out. He's working with one of the people um, that he worked with and they were using that graphics design program and they had a question and he said, hold on, let me call somebody. And they were asking about like the color palette got disappeared and they were wondering like, how can they bring that back up? And then he gives them the answer and they say, wow, like you have, there's a tech support, like phone support for that company. You have it that fast that you can talk to them. He said, no, that's my eight-year-old son oh. because I was, I was so into the program. I knew how to do everything and, and figure out all my way around it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you've been traveling. You like it. We've talked about it just a short while ago. So to these 30 countries, 100 different cities, we've, we've touched on this, but how did you build the company? It takes time. And how were you able to take travel, like that travel period, and have the time and the ability to grow your company? Yeah, that's a good question. So the way that, that I would travel is spending a longer period of time in every place that I went to. So I would go somewhere and then I would stay there for like one to three months at least. And then even after that, like, let's say like when I go to Europe or I go to Asia, I would stay at one place and have like a home base there kind of, maybe I would travel a, a couple trips to some other countries. Um, but yeah, I would be staying there for a long period of time. So it was really just like life. It wasn't like constantly hopping on plane and, and everything like that. And it's something that, um, I haven't been able to do really for a few years because of the uh, pandemic and all that, but I am getting back into now. And this year spent a couple months, uh, out of the country traveling and still now I have a, a wife and a, a daughter who's under two, but, um, First, I was a little bit nervous about uh, if we'd be able to travel easily with our daughter, but it turned out great. And um, she actually loves it. She loves going out and exploring all the different things. She's your but, new tech support too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's not like I'm not working when I travel. I'm still working. And in fact, I think one of the things that's really nice about it is in, in business and in, in any kind of like personal professional development, it's really helpful to set constraints for yourself. And to be in a country for a couple months and know that like, okay, now I'm, I'm suddenly moving to another continent for a couple months, like on this date, you kind of have that constraint that you have to get certain things done mm. before that. So in a way I helped, I think it was a helpful driver to ensure I would meet certain deadlines for, for myself because I knew like, okay, well, I want to get this project or this piece done before I go and head to some other country. Very, uh, it's great that you could do that. Uh, just again, the experience that you could do it, but also, um, that's almost your accountability partner, isn't it? You know, you yeah. know, you have to move yeah, in a way. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, we brands, I'm a firm believer that brands need communities. I don't know. I lost it, lost your audio there for a second. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, still don't got you. Yeah, I can't uh, hear you. Just a second, everyone. Having some technical difficulties. No. Is there any way you can switch over to uh, another mic? 
All right. Uh, we're just going to throw it over. Um, we do have our giveaway today, so make sure you enter. It is hashtag Wheel of Kelsey to enter. You can get a, a lifetime pass uh, to Brian's workshops and uh, the premium course T minus 30 launch. Uh, if you take two people, you get an extra entry and uh, we'll be spinning the wheel in just a few minutes. Okay, you can hear me now. Perfect. Yep, all good. All right, so what I was gonna talk about is the importance for building a community around a brand. And we've got everybody that's here pretty much as a brand owner. How can you build a community uh, using your app? Yeah, so community is something that I feel is really important. And the, the inspiration for how I built this, first of all, was mm -hmm. seeing all these talented digital marketers and everything back, um, I want to say around 2015 is when I first started thinking about how I would do this. And people would say like, okay, go and buy my course or, or buy my coaching program. And then you're going to get access to a Facebook group. And I knew like the people really knew what they were talking about. They're selling this expensive program. And I felt like then, then they just throw you in the Facebook group. It didn't feel like really the proper solution. It's not a branded solution either. Mm. And so in creating this online course platform, I really felt that community is an important part, not only for learning and engaging with everybody, but even, yeah, as you said, just for any brand to build a community with their customers. And so in our platform, you can build this community with different channels, similar to something like Slack or Discord, but you can go in and have some of those channels also be paid. So you might have like your, your regular community, anybody can join it for free. And then you maybe have like some VIP channels or a coaching program where you have this more exclusive group that people can communicate in there. And even just facilitating that and bringing people together around some kind of like like-minded topic and, and thinking can be really powerful and it's great for your brand not only for like the continuous engagement getting everybody excited about everything giving people a place to discuss but also i really think for the feedback and being able to have this group of people where you can ask them a question about something and get an idea for a product or validate a product idea or something that you want to do in your business so you can build up your own uh, little uh, focus group. Yeah. Oh, that that's, yeah, that's uh, very interesting because you can do layers, it looks like. So I might have uh, the free call of the week. If you want to go into the VIP, you can have your VIP section. There might be a different mastermind. What happens if you have uh, different brands? Can you put the brands like like under Amazon, you can have a, a company, but you can have multiple brands. Can you put that into the app as well? In a way, it depends on what your business really is. Um, like if it's really completely separate businesses, completely like detached audiences, yep. it might be better just to kind of have two accounts. But if you had, for instance, like you have your podcast and everybody knows like there's other things or other programs maybe you have related to Amazon, but it's not like directly connected to your podcast audience, then you can have like hidden offers where there's these other VIP community channels that your main audience doesn't even know you have for sale or have available mm. unless they would see that that landing page link to be able to buy it. So you could send that that landing page link to just whatever that other business or email list is 
and those people could get access to that. So this one's out to the listeners. First of all, I'm curious if you have a community. Now that community could be a, a, a social media group, a Facebook group, uh, a WhatsApp, a Telegram. Do you do anything for your uh, customers? I always use uh, the knife. So our knife community, right? That we have a, a client that has a really incredible set of knives. The, the brand is really wide. Um, it's not just a single knife now. Now there's probably uh, seven to 10 different uh, knives to choose from or kitchen utensils. And they come out with recipes and recipe books. And they have cooks that go out and give them recipes for their knives in exchange, which is kind of cool where you can grow your, your group plus their tagging. So you're using um, uh, the chef as the actual creator and they've come out with meal plans. So you've given me a great idea, by the way. We usually deliver them by email once a week, 52 weeks a year, but we should get we should get those people to sign up for a community and they have to come into the community to get the different recipes once a day or once a week uh, and get their meal plan. That's an idea. Uh, it, it, I might... it can be some of the same content, but yeah. now you've got a place for everybody to engage and talk about it, which can provide more value, not only to you for that, that feedback and that information you see, but also to them as well. Cause now they have this community of people they can discuss with because they're really into whatever that thing is, but now they've got people that they can talk about. With they're like-minded people. Yep. And the difference here, I'm just thinking out loud, because as you were talking, I'm kind of absorbing. And the, the difference I can see is with an email, we're sending out. Do we get extra uh, sales from it? Absolutely. Uh, would I stop it? No. But the difference is now you have a group of like-minded people that are probably exchanging recipes. So you're adding to the whole recipe thing. Exactly, yep. Uh, wow. And, and then, so one more step now. The, the email can help you get sales, yes. But when you have the community, Inside Heights platform, that can be next to all of your other digital products and your other courses. So everybody's there and, and right across from them, they see all of the other products that they could be buying from you. So it's a much easier experience for them to say, you know what, I'm having a great time here. I'm going to go and purchase that, that other product that Norm has as well. All right. Anybody see an advantage in that? I'm asking you, uh, you know, I haven't seen any comments yet and I know you have to have an opinion. I, uh, just listening to you, Brian, uh, you've given me some ideas. So uh, we'll probably be talking afterwards as well, but uh, okay. Let's go to any questions that we might have. All right, we got one from CoolHand99. Uh, do you feel AI can be used as a social media manager? If so, what info would you give it and how would you prompt it? That's a good question. So one thing I would caution anybody against, first of all, is just making like a chat GPT prompt and just saying like, reply to this tweet. And I don't know if you guys have, have seen that on Twitter or other platforms yeah. where suddenly there's this reply, it's got some emojis and stuff. And it just makes no sense. It adds no value at all. And to me, like it's it's worse to just to do that than to not do anything. Like it, why not just reply with one emoji or or something? Would be better than that. And when you're you're doing that, it's really the wrong way to use AI, in my opinion. 
because everybody could do that and the same everybody will have the same result or the same comment it's not adding value it's not showing your personality or beliefs in any way and maybe there is a way yeah i think to take and and write out maybe some of your beliefs some of your ways of thinking about certain topics and then feeding ai with a couple of tweets or posts and then getting like maybe some starting points or saying like things all right, so here, here's a, a powerful tool that I like. Um, there's a tool called Obsidian. It's one of those like second brain note-taking type apps. Mm -hmm. It's a free app you can download on, uh, I think, uh, PC as well, but definitely on Mac and iPhone, everything. And there are some plugins for it. One is called Smart Connections. One is called Copilot. And these can integrate with the OpenAI API key. So like you go to ChatGPT, go to OpenAI, you get your API key, you plug it in. And what's really powerful is this can work and search all of your notes. And so this is back to the context thing. Most people, you use ChatGPT, it doesn't have that information and context on you. So imagine you've got all your notes, you can put all your transcripts, all of your blog posts, whatever it is that you're writing or creating. And now the AI essentially has access to that. And you can say things like, did I ever talk about this before? Or what's the, the most interesting thing that I've said related to this subject? And where that's so powerful is unlike a search engine, if you have like a search feature in the notes app, you can try to search for a keyword, but if you're, if you can't think of the right word in your mind, you're not going to be able to, to find that note where is with AI, it's able to take whatever word you said and understand what is the meaning of it and then search based on the meaning, not on the actual word. And so it can find that word that you can't think of in your head of what you were talking about pull up that note for you and then give you a reference and a starting point to say like, okay, well, this is how, like, this is what I wrote about before that I would want to respond to this tweet or something like that. So I think there's a lot of ways you could do it, but it would be really important to give it that, that baseline of the information about you. So the, the basic like structure, if you wanted to write a prompt today and said, okay, I want to do like really write out this SOP or, or procedure for AI to help me is you first put your instructions. So what is the, the general thing here that we're talking about? How, like, how is the AI going to act and react? So like in this case, like letting it know, like saying, hey, you are a employee for my company named whatever. Um, you are an expert social media manager, just kind of describing the persona of what the AI is. Next, you have the rules and the rules is gonna be everything that the AI should be doing for this task. You wanna outline the whole task, and you don't have to write like paragraphs. You can write it out in like a list and like make bullet points exact same way that you would write it to another person to make it easy to understand. Then you put all the rules, how it should and shouldn't act, how it should react to different things. Next, you put in the response format, exactly how you expect it to respond. And so this is something that people don't even realize you can do often, but you don't have to just say like, here's the question, you know, see what it gives you as an answer but you can specifically say, okay, first I want you to give me one sentence about like a summary or something or identifying the problem, whatever it is in your specific task. Then you could say, maybe give me a bolded list of options or maybe like review this on a like one to 10 scale for each of these items and describe exactly what, what that is that you wanna get back and how you want it formatted. Then just to kind of self-correct and make sure like you didn't um, maybe explain anything in too, ambiguous of a way, 
give it an actual example of what is that perfect way that you would want it to act and respond. And so format it exactly and like write out, pretend you're answering like a similar question for yourself. Show that and put that all in one prompt. And then at the end, say something like now, like here's your task. And then it will go, it will read all that and then respond in exactly the way that you need. Do you have that broken down anywhere with the description of what you just described? Um, I'm going to. So we're, we're working on another course now, um, specifically a course on how to leverage AI. Um, mm -hmm. It is going to launch later um, this month, actually. So if anybody's interested in kind of following along with that, I'm also going to be sharing like how I'm building the whole thing on our YouTube channel. That's a Heights platform YouTube. But if you're interested in, in following along and learning more about that, um, the course is going to be really affordable to start because we don't try to make money off of our content, really. We, we want people to, in the end, subscribe to our software. So we want the, the education to either be free or as cheap as possible. And you can go to creatorclimb.com. That's where we'll be talking about it and where we're, we'll eventually release it. And what that is, is that's our own community and courses. And it's built on Heights Platform, our product. So if you want to get an example of like what you could build for your brand with Heights Platform, creatorclimb.com is a perfect example of that. And it's our free community to start. We've got a free community area in there. And there's more than 7,000 creators in there right now. Okay. Uh, you were talking about uh, the Obsidian uh, app. What were the other two apps you said that could integrate with it? So, yeah, you download Obsidian. Yep. I think like obsidian.md or, or something is the website. And then in there, there is a plugins area. So you go to like preferences or, or plugins. And there's a community plugin section. The first thing you want to search is uh, Copilot. And then the second one is called Smart Connections. So they're unrelated. They're both by two separate developers. But the Smart Connections one is really neat because instead of you having to tag all of your notes and say which is related, the AI is going to figure that out for you and then show you all of your related notes on the side. And then you can ask a question to all of your notes and say, like, What's the, the most surprising thing that I said about X? And then Copilot is more for just integrating ChatGPT into your notes for a specific note. And so being able to start writing something and then talk to ChatGPT right next to it and have it already know about what you're writing rather than having it like switch back and forth and copy and paste. So if I understand the ability for this, so if you've put in all your information, all your notes, all your transcripts, uh, like for, for the podcast or for a brand, I can find out what I said. I can find out the transcript or when I said it, I could probably go back very easily to describe, uh, or descript and type it in what I want. And then I could get the, re the video snippet to repurpose it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's one of the great ways to use AI with social media. And like, we've done that ourselves with my podcast. I take every single transcript and I've actually separated it by the speakers. So I have my, my talking and then like the guests talking. And then if I want to find something about like what I know that I said specifically, I can do that. But like, you could come up with a prompt and say like, well, whether from this show, like what's the most interesting things that were talked about or what would be great to share on social media? Like what snippet would be surprising to people or or entertaining something like that and hmm. use that to, to more quickly find an area that you might make like a short form video about or a post about. Well, thanks a lot. You just gave us a uh, double the work. 
<laughs> well, so one one more thing I can share. There's that this kind of thing is a way to kind of access all of that and, and come up with your own ideas. But yeah, it is some work to figure that out. There are some other tools that can help you do that. So like I'd say I can help you with all this stuff for course creation, digital products, selling things like that. There is a tool that we found and we're using now specifically for podcasts and it's called Cast Magic. And what that will do is it will take your podcast, make the transcripts, and then you can have some prompts. It has a bunch of like preset ones as well that it will run automatically on each of your transcripts. So you could say like, give me like some takeaways from the episode, give me some social media posts, give me some of this. And then every single transcript you upload, you just go back and check it and it'll have all of that ready for every single one. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's, man, there's so many things I learned off of this episode today. Uh, it really has been great. Brian, I I hope you can come back. Uh, we, we're not through yet. Uh, I don't think there's any questions. Uh, you're not off the hook. Uh, but but uh, if anybody does have any last minute questions, please uh, let us know now. Just those last few nuggets there with the apps. I hate the word nuggets, but these last few apps that Brian shared with us is incredible. So I'm going to be checking them out and just, just visualize what you can do with your brand. Just a few of these. I've been, like, I've been thinking out loud, asking these questions and everything is achievable. So uh, I haven't heard anything that you've said that's not achievable. So uh, anyways, and I said, anyways, Kels, uh, sorry about that. I probably said it a few times. Let's, well, first of all, let's get your contact information. I think that's most important. Uh, so like where you can find me, you mean? Yeah. Or your company. Who should people contact to, to get involved? So first I would go to uh, heightsplatform.com. We've got a free trial. There's no credit card required. If you're interested in trying out Heights AI, seeing what it can do, if uh, you want to try out Heights AI Coach. And if you're not really quite ready to build an online course or digital product or community, but you're interested in this whole thing, want to see what it's like, then as I mentioned, creatorclimb.com, that's our private community. And it's completely free to join. If you enter the, the giveaway here, you've got a chance to enter and win our, our premium course and our workshop access there. That's also inside that same community, still all built with Heights platform. And if you want to check me out, I'm not too active on social media, I've been doing a tiny bit on a Twitter slash X. Um, Brian McAnulty is my handle there, but also I'm starting to do more on our YouTube channel and that's Heights platform on YouTube. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, do we have, well, first of all, uh, what's the, what's the cost for Heights? Yeah. So we've got a couple of different subscription plans. Mm -hmm. The most popular one is either our basic plan, which is $49 a month or our pro plan, which is 119 per month. And then it's slightly lower if you sign up to an annual plan. But it's important to note that one of the things that's different about us as well is there are no transaction fees. So anything you earn from selling your community or coaching your courses, it's all going directly to your Stripe or PayPal account. We're not going to take any percentage of your sales. All right. Is there, and I, I never even talked, I was late coming on. Uh, you guys were all waiting and I was, uh, I, I was late, but do we have, um, a discount code or anything that we can give our audience? Yeah. I just, I'm not sure if you guys talked about it or not. 
We don't have any discount codes right now. Um, we're not doing any discounts. What we mm -hmm. can offer your audience though, is if you're already creating some kind of courses, community, digital products, and you're using something else that's not Heights platform and you're not happy with it, then we can offer uh, anybody from your audience, just let us know you came from lunch with Norm and we'll give you a free kind of concierge migration to move your content over. All right. All right. So that's fantastic. Kelsey, you're going to make me read something again because I still haven't recorded it, right? That's correct. Yep. All right. So here we go. Oh, let me see if I butcher it today. Okay. This is from Seller Basics. Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced with account suspensions, ASIN hiccups, or IP headaches? Introducing Seller Basics, your Amazon accounts guardian. With just $99 per month, Seller Basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these challenges. Plus, this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys. No long-term contracts, cancel with just a month's notice. View Seller Basics at your Amazon at view I screwed it up. View Seller Basics as your Amazon Accounts Health Plan. Check it out at sellerbasics.com. Now for the disclaimer, Seller Basics isn't an insurer or law firm. Consultations uh, come from independent firms. Results may vary. Membership need uh, needed before events leading to claims. And finally, terms apply. Okay, let's get back to it. I love live reads. I love just being live. It's, are you just going to sit here, Kels? Sorry, the uh, internet is lagging on my side. Um, but yeah, we'll head over to the Wheel of Kelsey now, and here we go. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay, where's the wheel? Just apologies. Uh, okay, so such a professional podcast. Thank you, everyone, for entering today's Wheel of Kelsey. I'm going to spin the wheel here. And if ah, you are the great winner, turnout. please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. Jason. Congrats. That's an awesome prize. Jason. And, uh, yeah, just email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. All right. That's awesome. Jason, you uh, you got a great prize. Uh, Brian. Now you're off the hook. There's no more questions. So now you can sit back, kick your feet up and have lunch. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, really, thank you for coming out. Um, I, I wasn't sure quite what to expect, you know, talking about community and, and building and doing what you're doing. Um, your application sounds fantastic. I got to check it out. And um, I'm going to let, you know, people know uh, the results I have. I, I, uh, I, I can see a wide variety of different uh, ways of using it with some of my clients at like the knife company. And so I'm going to talk to them about it right after this call. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with them, lunch with them, lunch with them.